0: Coming up on today's show, I'm sharing a wax side-eye side note about my encounter with an unqualified boat driver on Sydney Harbour. We also have an extremely conflicting who's the problem here about somebody who intentionally sabotaged their best friend's acceptance into their dream college. And we're going to be having an open conversation about whether or not it is important for everyone, not just influential beings, to reinvent themselves. So let's get into it. you are listening to not at the party the podcast that skips the party talk and has the conversations that you actually want to be having i am brock valisini the host of this podcast and also a quadruple threat creator actor podcaster and the number one hottest 18 year old in australia i can do it all i am capable of everything i'm so talented i'm so hot i'm so incredible You probably wish you could be me. I'm kidding. I'm fully kidding. No, well, I wasn't kidding about the quadruple threat part, but I'm kidding about the part where I said, you probably want to be me. Because you know, that was a bit that's a bit backhanded, but you know, it's okay. Anyway, uh welcome to the show. It's season two. We're we're literally on to season two. Season one, as some of you may know, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. Season one was cut short a little bit because I was doing HSC exams, and I thought that I'd be able to manage studying, doing exams, running a podcast. Running social medias, doing my day-to-day work. And I couldn't because <laughs> I put too much trust in myself. So yeah, but we're not going to talk too much into that. But basically season two, I've refreshed everything. Everything's new. There's a whole new structure. There's a whole new system. Everything is going to thrive, okay? This season of the podcast is the season. This is the season to be listening to Not at the Party Hot girls, hot guy, go- hot girls, hot guys, hot days, hot them's. They're all listening to not at the party. <laughs> it's it's not at the party season. What can I say? Anyway, <laughs> fuck. I need to shut the fuck up. Anyway, so there's a couple new things going on with this season. We have a couple new segments. So at the start of each show, we're doing a segment called Side Eye Side Note. This is basically me sharing like an uncomfortable story or um, kind of like a like a side eye moment from my week it's like a moment of my week that i've written as a side note that i have to tell you before i get into all the other juicy stuff of the the episode okay and then we have a new segment called who's the problem here this is basically my own rendition of am i the asshole?" but it's called who's the problem here because why would i call it am i the asshole?" that's so unoriginal no one no one wants unoriginality in 2023 okay everyone wants authenticity do they though I'm kind of loving the vibe of not people being original. Wait, of people not being original. Like, be fake. Be fake. Be the fakers. Pe- be the complete opposite person to who you are. Go on. Go off. Go off. Anyway, without further ado, let's get in today's shit. Let's get in today's show. Let's get into today's show. Let's go. Anyway, to the side-eye side note of this week's episode. Oh, this was, this was the most, the most cooked story to possibly exist. So uh, this was like a couple of days ago or maybe like last, oh, it was last, it was last week. It was one week ago. I went to a Flex and Froome's live recording event. It was on the island in Sydney Harbour. If you don't, if you don't know what the island is, it's basically like a pontoon in the middle of Sydney Harbour to get to it. You have to get a boat from the dock to the island, get off the boat, whatever, right? Anyway, first of all, first, this is actually another side-eye, side-don't, a part of this, is that we were originally meant to get the boat from Sydney Opera House steps, the Manor War steps, I think it's called, which is so fine. It's so easy. You get on a train to Central, you get the train from Central to Circular Quay, you get off of Circular Quay, boom, done. You are literally at the Opera House steps. It's so simple. But then, apparently, allegedly, the Ryan Gosling Fall Guy movie was being filmed there. So, they switched it to Double Bay Wharf, which when I tell you Double Bay Wharf is so much more inconvenient to get to. You have to get a train from Central to Edgecliff, which is like six stops to Edgecliff. Get off at Double Bay or Edgecliff, and then you have to walk from Edgecliff Station to Double Bay Wharf, which is like a 15-minute walk. So, it was a pain in the arse. Anyway, we'll get to the boat. Also for reference, if you don't know who Flex and Frooms are, they have a podcast. I fucking love their podcast. Their podcast is actually my favorite podcast. I listen to it every single day. So this was like really exciting for me. This was exciting to be able to go to see them to go to a live podcast recording. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a slut for a good podcast show. You know what I mean? So (laughs) anyway, we get to the bay, double bay, double bay wharf, if you will. The boat comes, mind you, This boat driver had to dock and undock the boat seven times before we could even get on the boat. Like I'm not even kidding. He had to reverse back out, come back in, go around the other side. Then they were trying. They they just kept shifting everything around for absolutely no reason. Okay. Then we get on the boat. This, this fucked up. (laughs) This like, oh, what's the word? Uh, outdated boat, like the the seats inside of the boat weren't even drilled into the ground. They were like, (laughs) they looked like they bought the seats from Bunnings and just sat them all inside of the boat. If that makes sense. Like these bench looking things, right? And so every time this boat driver would like hit his foot on the fucking pedal or whatever they do to make it go, the whole fucking seat would just shift backwards or like tip backwards onto the people behind us. Anyway, here's the issue. The boat driver was absolutely cooked. Okay. He was cooked. While he was driving, he was not watching the water at all. Not the road. He was not watching the water. He's there like opening the cupboards next to like where the pilot stuff is. Put it, puts it in auto drive. Mind you, in Double Bay, if you know, you know, there is boats everywhere. So you can't just put your boat in auto drive and look away because you could just hit into a boat out of nowhere. We have to leave the island at this point. We get back on the boat. As we're reversing, the boat driver does not look behind him. What's the one thing you do when you're reversing? What is the one thing that you do? If you are going to reverse a car, a boat, any type of transport. You look behind you. You look behind, or you check some sort of mirror, or you check check some sort of guide. This man did not check. This man did not bother. Next minute, the brakes get fucking hit. My head goes flying forward. Everyone's looking around. Mind you, I I had no idea what was going on. I was on my phone. I was so out of it. I was just like, oh, like I thought we just hit a wave or something. And my friend goes, oh my fucking God, he nearly just collided into that boat. (laughs) There was a whole ass fucking other boat behind us that he just chose, chose not to see. Chose not to check if it was there. And we almost collided into it. So that was my side eye side note. Hope you enjoyed because... To the boat driver who drives the boat from Double Bay Wharf to the island. (laughs) I'm going to need you to go back to boat training school. I'm not sure what it's called. Alright, so here's what I wanted to talk about today. Because, you know I love to talk. You know I love to talk about things. I love to make you think about things. To provoke your thoughts, if you will. (laughs) No, that's so cringe. I feel like every podcast is like the most thought-provoking podcast to exist like Logan Paul for example his podcast description is literally three men with the most provoking thought provoking podcast ever and it's like I think we need to get over that like phase of podcast concept part of my podcast concept is that but we're not going to talk about that okay okay we're not going to talk about that Here, here's here's my topic okay all right this is what I want to talk about because often we see influential beings such as celebrities musicians creators influencers and so on reinventing themselves rebranding themselves ethically and socially the whole dilemma you know they have they they have they reinvent themselves in some sort of way to redefine their identity and to maintain public interest if you will and the reason I wanted to talk about that is because is it also important for the average, standard, average Joe individual to have to reinvent themselves as well? Because, say, like, Beyonce, for example. I mean, Beyonce doesn't need to really invent, reinvent herself because, like, Beyonce is Beyonce. But take Taylor Swift, for example. With every error she has, she reinvents herself. We have reputation. To, she reinvents herself from all the hate and all of the, um, just all the backlash that she received for years. Took it on turned it into the Reputation Era, turned it into a comeback. Then we go into Lover. Lover was like her playing back into the Heartbreak album type of thing. And then we have Folklore Evermore, very folklore sounding music type beat, you know what I mean? And they reinvent themselves in a way, or like Billie Eilish, for example, we have each album. We have When We All Fall Asleep was like all dark and scary and like horror themed. And she had, was it black hair? I think she had blue, was it black or blue hair? She had black hair. But then, with the Happier Than Ever album, she dyes her hair blonde and she like reinvents herself in a way to spark conversation, whether it's little things, whether it's big things, whether that be changing your hair, whether that be changing something about yourself, the way you look, changing something that you're doing, changing something about your personality, changing your attitude, all these kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? They reinvent, several celebrities, sorry, specifically reinvent themselves to maintain interest and to redefine their identity, but is that something that's important for just a normal person? Because, for example, would like, <laughs> not my, I was going to say like my great-grandfather, Men's is dead, but, oh my god, no, Mans is dead, but like, if he was alive, would he have to reinvent himself? You know what I'm saying? Would he, just an average person needs to wake up one day and go, you know what? I actually don't like the way that I'm living. I need to do something about this and change it. And here's here's what we're gonna get into, okay? Because I, I want to really, I, I need an answer to this question because you might be thinking, no, the average person doesn't. But personally, I feel like you kind of do because in a sense, reinventing yourself is about like renewing yourself and like revitalizing yourself, if you will. It's all of these elements put into one. So. First of all, what is reinventing yourself is what we need to talk about, because, yeah, well, actually, I did just talk about that, but basically, celebrities thrive on self reinvention, and for the but for the average person, the way I'd see that self reinvention would go about is very much taking everything that you already know about yourself, deciding what you do appreciate about yourself and what you don't appreciate about yourself whether that's like a lazy habit whether that's a personality flaw you have i don't know it could be anything really uh it's all those kinds of things right you take that and you take this self-analysis of yourself and you go okay i know that all these things i don't appreciate myself is not the person i want to be i want to be a completely different person say if you're a lazy person who doesn't like going to the gym but you really want to be a person who's identified with going to the gym and living a healthy lifestyle then you reinvent yourself you you start eating healthy you implement habits that are healthy you implement going to the gym every day it, it even goes for like you know how people um they will be living a very unhealthy lifestyle like even if someone's like severely overweight for example which i don't like talking about weight because it's an awkward topic and very touchy but if someone um considers themselves overweight they then go on a fitness journey to reinvent themselves and transform themselves into a completely different person. Like you see weight transformations with people going from like, I don't know, 200 kilos and then losing so, so, so much of that and looking completely different. That's like self-reinvention right there. That's taking what that person didn't like about themselves and becoming something new. But this can, this is a, what, uh, not, not strategy. This is a formula that can be applied to so many aspects of life. For example, didn't like the job you're working in or you're you're in your career your desired career path, but you're in a part of that career that you don't enjoy doing but you're now identified with, and you go, you know what I don't like that I'm identified as being the publicist uh officer for my job. I actually want to be like the publicist coordinator I don't know if the coordinator is higher than officer, but you know what I'm saying like you want to step it up so you do everything in your possible being (laughs) everything with your resources that you have to be able to reinvent yourself to achieve that it's a formula okay take what you already know what you don't like what you do like and then you use that to decipher and to decide the person that you want to become the person that you think is your highest self i would say reinventing yourself is really a means to rediscover personal fulfillment uh, personal purpose and also meaning within yourself, kind of like I was just talking about, it's very much centered around the idea of when you, when you kind of get bored with yourself, in that sense, if you get bored with yourself, you kind of go, what can I do to not be so bored with my life now? What can I do to be not so bored with myself? Because, you know, like everyone gets bored with themselves. You know what I mean? Like no one doesn't not get bored with themselves. And when you do get to that point of like, you know what? I'm sick of living like this. What do you do from there? And that's what I think is so, such a positive aspect of self-reinvention. This is what we see most with celebrities. They, you know, as they get to the end of an era, when an album releases, for example, for an artist, uh, Billie Eilish, back to her, she's now coming to the end of like the happier than ever era. So what does she do now? That, that hype has died down. It's died out interest has been lost a little bit like ever we all love her you know what I mean but interest has died down from that era and from that era of self-reinvention at the beginning where she dyed her hair blonde she changed up her sound a little bit she went from like the dark vibe to like the really light vibe having like the happier than ever cover being all like beige and whatever but now she gets to the end of that and it's like okay well what does she do now well it's easy for a celebrity because they get to go okay well I make a new album now about that's that's reflective of, of my life in the past year or so and then I take that put a new take on myself and my identity and I put that out for the world to take and let them do whatever they want with it negative impacts of reinventing yourself I'd say probably just the pressure to actually force yourself to be somebody you know you aren't but you want to become so say if you are someone say if I wanted to what if I were like okay well right now I'm a podcaster I consider myself a podcaster Etc. Etc. I want to become a world-renowned and known artist, musician. That's the person I want to become. But there's a lot of pressure leading into that, where I'm like, okay, well, then that where does that leave me with a with having a podcast? It's like, do I have the podcast because I want to be a podcaster, or do I go all the way, get rid of the podcast, and become an an artist? Because like no, no other artist has a has a. Most other artists don't have podcasts, for example. Like the like you don't see Beyonce with a podcast. You know what I mean? But I still enjoy doing podcasting. So it's like forcing yourself into a template, not template. There's a better word for this. There's a better word, and I'm gonna find it. And I'm not gonna shut up until I find it. Um, you're forcing yourself into a box, kind of. If you aren't willing to break that box, okay? Because if you're going, I want to be an artist, but you're also a podcaster, but you love podcasting, but you really want to be an artist, do both. Do the do both. But it's because the common identity of this is an artist not having a podcast. Like Beyonce doesn't have a podcast. As I said, the issue is, is that you're forcing yourself into being someone who you are not. Which I actually think that's really insightful because I, now that I'm talking about that, I actually, I have situations like this all the time where I'm trying to, there's some there's a certain thing I want to become. There's a certain uh, level of self-reinvention I want to achieve, but I always get caught up in the very minor details going, okay, but like, if I want to be the biggest influencer in Australia, I don't see Anna Paul having a podcast. How do I balance having a podcast with doing social media, if that makes sense? Fuck, I need to shut the fuck up with the fucking rambling fuck anyway <laughs> okay so in 2022 here's what happened to me i hit a flat line in like february 2022 i wasn't creating any tiktok content after like a whole year in 2021 i was like getting millions of views millions of likes comments all those things but then it got to 2022 i felt burnt out i hit a flat line i didn't know what to do i was in like a rut more or less i had no money so like buy clothes that I liked, that I wanted to identify with, like that that being my style that I identify with. I couldn't be bothered to do TikTok. I couldn't be bothered to do anything on YouTube. I couldn't be bothered to do anything, but they're all things that I wanted to do. Like in my head, I was still like, okay, well I wanna be the biggest creator in Australia. I wanna have 5 million followers. But I hit a line where I was like, I just don't feel like what I was doing is suiting me anymore. So essentially it did take me a couple months to kind of get back into the rhythm of things reinvent myself if you will. It took me having to like change my mindset and shifting into this idea of like I knew I wanted a podcast for over a year at that point and I hadn't started it because I kept putting it off. But I knew and I started to realize that starting the podcast was the only way that I'd be able to take a step forward into being able to reinvent myself. And and so it took me a couple of months from February to August 2022. So a lot of months. This was a lot of time. a Lot of time wasted in it. Uh to kind of get the podcast going, I did get the podcast going. I started to like identify with that. But then even this this extended out a bit more because it was like I had the podcast, I had the TikTok going, I had everything going for me. But then it was the little things that just so many things just made me feel not fulfilled still. Like I wasn't I wasn't dressing into a style that I liked because I wasn't investing money that way. So then it wasn't until like the end of 2022 when I was like, you know what? Fuck everyone. I'm going to go drop some money on clothes. I'm going to buy clothes whenever I want. Dress the way that I want without caring about what anyone thinks. And I'm just going to go for it. And I kind of... I shifted from being a person that would wear the same outfit every single day to now shifting into a person who's wearing outfits that I would never have worn last year. Now I'm wearing shit that even like i sent i sent photos the other day that i took for my instagram to my friends and i was like what do you think of these and they were like oh interesting and i was like what do you mean interesting and they were like well it's nice it just doesn't seem like a very you outfit and i was like perfect that is perfect that's exactly how i want you to feel okay that's exactly how i want you to see me i want you to identify me as a new person who's dressing different i've now shifted myself to be more personally fulfilled and right now on a scale of 1 to 10, how fulfilled do I feel? Because this self-reinvention process has taken quite a while for me because I was just a lazy C-U-N-T last year. Um, So right now, I probably feel like a 7 out of 10 fulfilled. I only say that because I'm also starting uni soon and I feel like I, feel like I can't step into being fully fulfilled until uni is a part of things as well. So then I can have the balance between everything in my life where I'm like, okay, I now identify as uh, with being a uni student and a podcaster and working in social media. You just kind of have to realize that you aren't going to be fulfilled until you do the things that you want to do, until you become the person that you want to be. And we're going to come back to that, but right now we have a who's the problem here that we're going to get into. So let's get into the who's the problem here and I'm going to come back to that. Okay, so this is who's the problem here this is basically my version of am i the asshole?" but better this is called who's the problem here because i wanted to be slightly original i didn't want to call it am i the asshole?" because that's so boring so it's called who's 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 the problem here if you want to send in your own who's the problem here send it to podcast at dot or there's a link in the show notes to anonymously submit your who's the problem here Feel free to submit it about literally any story, scenario, whatever you want, and I'll try and get it on the podcast, and I'll let you know if you are the problem, or if the other person's the problem, or whoever is the problem in this situation, I will let you know. I will tell you what I think, because I have a lot of things to say. Let's get into today's, who's the problem here, which is about a best friend who sabotaged their best friend's entry, acceptance, into their dream college. <laughs> so... I had a problem for snitching and causing my best friend to lose her scholarship slash dream college acceptance. I, 19 female, am a sophomore in college and have a friend, Tia, 18 female, who is in high school and applying for colleges and scholarships. I helped her throughout the college process and she ended up getting an early action to help her. Uh, What? I helped her throughout... I helped her throughout the college process, and she ended up getting in early action to her top college. And she got a full scholarship. I was happy for her until recently. I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, and she started gushing about how Tia's essay was so heartfelt and beautiful. I asked to see it because I thought she had just forgotten to show me, which she had showed me many of her drafts. But as I was reading it, I was completely taken aback. The essay was one of my college essay drafts which i'd shown to tia for reference on writing techniques only i made this clear i was livid the essay was really personal and she barely even tweaked it up it was almost entirely copied and pasted i trusted her with it and this is what she did oh my god in a fit of rage i gathered all the evidence of helping of me helping her with the college process including evidence of me sending this specific essay to her and i showed it to the school she not only lost the scholarship, but she also lost her seat in the school. Now people are calling me dramatic and shaming me for robbing her of her education. She's the only person in her family to get into college and receive an academic and athletic scholarship. So everyone was rooting for her, including me at one time. And while I didn't expect the outcome to be so severe, it was. Right now I feel bad, I feel terrible. I feel like she took advantage of me, but I didn't want to be the cause of something so horrible. I did myself a justice, but at the cost of someone's dreams. Now I'm wondering if what I did was justified or not. Am I the problem here? Okay. So Tia is the best friend, but I don't know this girl's name. So we're just going to call her Olivia. 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 Okay. Here's my take on this. First of all. Oh, actually, this is kind of hard. Hey, because I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like it is so dog to have robbed them of getting the education that they could have had, like literally robbing them, like sabotaging them from getting accepted into their dream college, okay? That's kind of dope. But I feel like if, honestly, if somebody did this to me, I would have been fine with it if they came to me and asked asked permission and I granted them permission to use my essay to get into a college. I would, I personally would be fine if permission was granted by me, okay? But because this person was like literally stole this, word for word, when this like Olivia was just trying to help her out by sending her like examples, sending her tips. That's fucked, because if somebody sends you something like this is this is a, the same thing with high school. Okay, if your sent if you send if your friend sends you a assignment that they've done, you don't then take their entire assignment and copy it. You take what they've done for reference. You take the way they've structured it. You take the way they've put their assignment together. Right, and then you do your own take on that. Because I feel like, and a lot of people may come for me for saying that because it's like, no, we'll do it your fucking self. I personally found that a lot of assignments I did in high school, I really had to have a friend send me an example of theirs so that I could see how everything would be structured and how to put everything together. I soon then realized towards the end of high school that you will always do better in assignments when you just figure it all out yourself. When you use other people's work for reference and blah, 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 it does get really complicated and confusing. Olivia giving this the essays for reference and writing techniques great and it would have been so helpful because it obviously got her into her dream college right but then stealing that see that's where i just i can't get behind stealing it because as i said permission just needs to be granted but then also going to the extent of emailing that college and like and getting in contact with them to (laughs) wow that's actually kind of petty like getting so far in contact with them to be like that is not her essay, then she is losing all of her acceptance, whatever. That is kind of dog. But then also, Olivia then deserves to be the one that gets into that college, not Tia. So that's my issue here, actually, is that Olivia deserves to get into that college, Tia doesn't, because she's a lazy fuck. So is Olivia the problem here? I don't. I think Tia is the problem here, because she obviously stole, and I think that's easily. That's like very easy to decipher from this situation. Although I feel like I feel like taking the step so far to then getting in contact with that college to have them withdraw Tia from the the her her acceptance, right? Withdrawing her from her acceptance just for the sake of proving that it was your essay, I feel like that's taking it a bit far. I understand your motive and I understand why but I feel like you could have just let that slide and you could have just cut off the friendship or taken this on personal counts. Fuck Tia. Tia does not deserve your friendship. That is so dog. If one of my friends literally used my essay to get in, actually, as I said, it'd have to be permission granted because now that I'm thinking about it, like if I gave my friend an essay, but let's say hypothetically, I'm already in college or university here, but I'm already in university and my friend's the one trying to get into university. If they used... My essay, maybe I wouldn't be that mad. I'd prefer permission to be asked, but if permission wasn't asked, would I go to the extent of stopping them from getting into uni? No. Would I take it up personally? Yes. Does the average, general, normal, random person on the street, average person need to reinvent themselves? Now, whether you disagree or agree, I don't really know where I stand on this because I'm like, Yes, but also, would you see my mum being like, oh, I need to reinvent myself. Identity-wise and all that stuff, like changing her hair, making an album, as I said before, you're not going to see my mum doing that. You're not going to see an adult parent, etc. doing that. But for reasons of self-fulfillment and self-rediscovery and self... uh, What was the word used before? Let me check my notes my notes what did I say I don't know what I said actually I literally said okay it's a means to rediscover personal fulfillment purpose and meaning so I feel like in, in terms of that I fully support it for the general person and I feel like self-reinvention is a concept that should be really much more talked about uh general day-to-day with people uh that are just the average individual with no public interest like friend-to-friend kind of vibe Discussing self reinvention, being like, okay, well, I don't want to be like this person anymore. I don't want to be how you see me anymore. I want to be like this person. I want to be. I, I want to be the person that I want to be. Essentially, what I think comes down to is that the only way that you will start to make any progress in your life towards the person you want to be, in quotes per se, uh, if you if the only way to get the ball rolling towards that. Is if you start to reinvent yourself, because that's when you will become your higher self, and that's what I think this all comes down to with a general individual self reinvention. It comes down to becoming your higher self. It doesn't come down to uh, la, 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 public identity, public interest. It doesn't come down to any of that. The way you identify, nothing. It simply comes down to what is your what? What does your higher self look like to you? Does your higher self look like you sitting on the lounge right now, listening to this podcast, eating shit, not going to the gym? Like, is that what is that? How you see your higher self, or do you see your higher self listening to this podcast, sitting on the lounge? But this morning you went to the gym, during the day you did all your work, and then now you're getting to enjoy this podcast. Is that the kind of higher self that you see yourself uh, listening? Like, yeah. That didn't really make sense, did it? But you know what I'm saying? Like more or less, you, it comes down to your higher self. That is the form, That is where the formula comes into play for the average person. It doesn't necessarily come down to identity. It comes just comes down to, to a whole general roundabout point of what is your higher self. And then you take that, what is your higher self? And you take the formula of, okay, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? What do I appreciate about myself? What do I not appreciate about myself? And you take that and... That lets you understand what who your higher self is and who you want to become, but it makes you self-aware so that you know the steps that you need to take to reaching that point of self-reinvention to become your higher self. What are your thoughts on this? I'd say let me know, but you can't comment on podcasts, so I'll leave you with it. I'll leave you to think on that, and I'll even leave you to start your self-reinvention because it's such a fun process. It's such a fun thing to do. I love doing it. It's One day you just wake up and you're like, fuck, I want to be a whole different bitch today. Okay, that's what it is. And I'll leave you with that. Each week, I randomly select one listener to send an exclusively made Not At The Party laptop sticker to. If you want that to be you, leave a review on Apple Podcast and send a screenshot of your review to at Not At The Party Pod on Instagram. You're listening to Not At The Party. I am Brock Vellicini. See ya.